Yeah, buddy, that's the third false start of the show. What's up? <laughs> this is Three Drink Minimum with your host, your co-host, JC Knows Best. And family, what's going on? To my left, Frank Pellegrino. What's up, baby? I don't know if I'm comfortable with this seat, JC. It's, it feels a little dangerous here. We are playing musical chairs today, folks. Uh, we're switching things up. To keep things interesting, and uh, Frank, I just want to know, you are in a coveted seat today, so... I feel like there's a 15% higher chance of crime sitting here. Oh. I don't know if that's a fact. Got a nice racist. I, I'm feeling dangerous over here. We're starting off racist. Y yeah, I feel dangerous This here. is why Obama can't get shit done. This is a, People do not respond to black leadership, but you know what? I've got a plan for that. And uh, we're going to implement it. And it starts today, folks. It starts today. To Frank's left, the always honorable and admirable. And edible. Chrissy Mayer, hey. ladies and gentlemen. Looking so delightful. Hello. You just Hello. look soft. I am soft. And just warm. I haven't been working out. Okay. That's okay. good. That's cool. Mm -hmm. All right. Who do we got on the couch here? The usual suspects. That man right there. We'll start with the plaid shirt. I'm digging that shirt. It looks like right, you it's just. A nice uh, shirt. Yeah, I like it's, this shirt. Like you could, it, it could be like summer barbecue, or right? you could also do like serial killer in the woods. I know it's it's really multi-purpose. It's versatile. Yeah. Like it so lumberjack. Much. Did that shirt it, come lumberjack? with an axe? Lumberjack. Yeah, it it, it did. Just it, it was a hatchet though. It was like one of those mini ones. So I like an axe murderer. Outsourcing. I, he looks like the axe murderer, but you, sir, make us. You're gonna make us proud. Chris we know looks this. more like a school bomber. He does. He, he definitely looks like, looks like an shooter. elementary school bomber. He's, he's, yeah, for sure. He looks shooter. like he got kicked out of the army, and mm. he's like here to yeah to bomb a school. Yeah, something. Hair's like really that short. joke bombed right there. That wasn't a joke. That joke. <laughs> you ju you look joke. like you do something with children. That's what more mm -hmm. more so what we're saying. Maybe a trench coat. All right, guys, we are in the building uh, July 6th, which means it was Independence Day this weekend. A lot of shit went down this weekend. I feel like a lot of things have happened in the past week. Uh, gay people can do gay marriage now. Woo uh, that's a big thing. Uh. Who just that, that's a that Frank grunted because that's Frank grunt. You know what's so great? You know what's so great about Frank not being in this seat right now? Uh, for for multiple reasons. Frank actually has opinions on things. People don't know this. I people have a lot of opinions. People don't know that you have opinions because you're so damn politically correct. And uh, I think you being right here really puts you in a position where you can say shit that you normally wouldn't say. You're we the, would like to hear. You're in the black true. seat. <laughs> Sorry, standby. <laughs> we would like to hear some of these opinions. Now you just grunted when I s talked about the gays getting gay married. What what what's your uh, thought process behind this, sir? The only the, the grunt was because it's still up to individual states, really, for the most part. Okay. And even though Congress, uh, Supreme Court said uh, it's allowed, it doesn't mean every state can allow it. I'm so it's, wait, it's now a win. I'm confused. Really? Okay. I thought the fe I thought federally. I they, thought they federally will recognize it. Yes. Okay, so that means that if you get gay anyway. married in any one of yes. the 50 states, it's recognized in every federally. set. Correct. Yes. Federally. Every so state. It's the point is if you get married in Maine, before it used to be if you got married in Maine that was accepted and you went to Texas, they'd say no, you're not married. So now it's if you go to Maine or Texas, it's recognized married, in Texas. It's recognized. Correct. However, they don't have to marry you as a priest. 
they don't have to marry you. I don't believe well, that's, that's where it gets separation sketchy. Between church and state. Yeah, that's well, where it's Well, holy matrimony to the church is a completely separate thing. Yes. I'm, Chris, I'm so glad you brought that up because there was actually a case uh, here recently where a gay couple sued a, a parish in Texas, I believe. Um, and I'll try to find the story. But they sued a parish in Texas because the priest would not marry them which is his legal right yeah right yeah but they're suing him because they wanted to get married at this specific church which is now that's a completely now that's not a completely different argument but that's a separate argument what do you think about that do you think that churches should gays can get married federally should churches every church marry gay people if gay people want to be married. if the vatican says yes then yes if the vatican says no then no that's a catholic church though all religions are different. They have different beliefs, and you're in, every religion is entitled to their own belief system. Period. Separation of church and state. End of story. Chrissy, what were you about to say? I don't. Th- I think like you can find in Christianity, like don't exclude anybody. And also, there's the point like if you're a church that wants to like be successful and keep your members and keep your offerings up, like yeah, get anybody you can get at this point. Okay, guys, what do you feel? I I think gay marriage is coming to. to- it's happening. It's, it's so happening. just just deal just let it there's, happen. There's more people that are accepting of it, you know, priests in you know, even of the church and they're accepting of it and there's like there's a couple of them and I I don't remember their names, but they're very accepting of it and like priests are like this one guy was like if I was a priest no matter where I would be a priest. Like they, I would be whatever religion that would be, like whether it's Jewish or whatever. And he had very forward thinking and I think forward thinking is gonna be the Places. Tommy, what do you got for gay married people getting gay married? Well, that's fine. But regarding that story, though, I think it's similar to when we talked about the bakery. Mm-hmm. Talked about how they wouldn't cook, the bakery wouldn't cook the cake for the for the gay couple at their wedding. It's up to the individual, and you know, in, in this case, it's a single church. And if that loses them, you know, members or part of the parish, then that's just the consequences they have to deal with. If they don't want to be forward thinking, then. That's on them. I mean, but yeah. individually, it should be left up to them. If they suffer because of it, then there it is. I, I agree with Tommy. Uh, uh, I, I agree with Tommy. I think that church, the individual church should be allowed to decide whether or not they want to marry a couple or not. I, I think that's my opinion. And if I'm really being honest, I don't support gay marriage. Uh, gay, like, uh, civil, like in the state and I don't support gay marriage. At all. No. Why is that? Uh, first of all, I don't support marriage. Let's be clear. I do not support marriage as an or, institution. Or, or, I, I want to hear why. I think it's outdated. I think it's archaic. I think, uh, quite frankly, the institution itself, if my statistics are, which are probably outdated, but I, I, I believe the last time I checked was like 52 or 53 percent divorce like, oh, rate. The, that means that the institution of marriage is more often unsuccessful than successful. That's problem. But that's but, also when people, like, mm-hmm. there was less people and, like, different circumstances. Now there's so many people and there's apps like Tinder. Yeah, Tinder. And, and I was just thinking you, about it. Tinder, you it's, think, helps ma- the marriage institution or hurts it? Hurts. It, it hurts it. And, and of there's, course. There's fucking Ashley Madison, like, a, a cheating website for specifically for married people. This, this is what I think. I think that marriage should be, people are, and this is such a great show. God, Jesus, this is such a great show for us to be talking about this. People have uh, different ideas on sexual relationships, 
uh, polyamorous relationships? Are you guys familiar with pansexuality mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. stuff? People's ideas of what a relationship, how it's defined and all that, are, is totally different. Marriage and the, the, the old traditional one man, one woman, stay together for the rest of your life, no matter what. Yeah. That is a dying, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think people who want that should be able, that well, marriage is for them. I think, let me finish, yeah. I think uh, what the government should do, and uh, I worked at a corporation that had such a great domestic partnership plan. They didn't give a fuck if you were gay, if mm -hmm. you were straight, trans. They didn't get involved in those details. The bottom line is, if you were with, uh, if you were uh, shared a domestic situation with another human being that was a living, breathing human being, and you had whatever the checklist was, a bank account and you know all these things like you had to prove, years, yeah. all these things you had to prove, then you that person could get benefits. They didn't ask questions. There was it was just a civil partnership, if you will. I agree with that. I think the government should. Uh, you know, rights should be delegated to, to citizens no matter what their preferences and proclivities are. And as far as marriage, the religious institution of marriage, I think it should be let, left up to people who want to, you know, be religious and that mm -hmm. traditional thing. That's my opinion, you know. And it sounds archaic, but it's really actually a little bit more progressive than most people are, are ready for. Uh, was, you guys wanted to comment? Do you think, like... Uh so you're talking about like in your job they have this awesome domestic partnership, domestic partnership plan yeah was it like basically very similar to all the benefits you would get from marriage basically yeah yeah it was yeah. and i think that's a major i think that's a major issue with the gay marriage thing anyway is you know you had gay people who were in love with their partners that could not fucking stay in a in a hospital room because they were not recognized as yeah. ten, and these people had been together for 10, 15, 20 years, and you're going to kick them out. That's the that's why you had this, I think, uprising is because you know you force people, unfortunately, to get married. I think there's so many gay people who don't even want to get married, and now you're forcing them to get married to to have access to basic human rights. Fuck out of here. There's a lot of straight people who don't want to get married. There's either. straight people who don't want to get married. It's a huge win. The that. institution of marriage is different now. Leave it to the traditionalists and, you know, the government can have a separate civil thing where they mm -hmm. recognize things. But whatever. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. You know, my opinion. One of the problems, though, with women. Grassy, you, you're putting that mic up <laughs> like no, you want to suck it. Say something. His question, though. So. For example, I'm getting married in October. So we Yay. think. So we hear. So Jade and I don't practice any religion. So the reason we're getting married has absolutely nothing to do with religion. Like, we're having no priest, no nothing. We're having officiant, and we're just getting married at a really nice place. So what is the difference if you got married at a really nice place, but you called it a silver, uh, a civil party? There isn't anything. But no, going back to your point, though, you said you should just leave it to the religious people. So Matt, my opinion, and again, this is very controversial, but my opinion is that marriage mm -hmm. was always a religious institution. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, no, no. That, absolutely. That, you know, yeah. and, and I say that my opinion because there are, there are certain people who would eat us alive saying that, you know. Oh, no, that's completely true. I mean, that's where... It's it, historic. It, it, exactly. It's historical. So I'm saying leave it to, to, you know, to them. And then if people want to have other ceremonies that are just civil ceremonies mm -hmm. and they're not religious people, let them do that. Okay. But don't call it. But don't call marriage. it marriage. So that's no, what you're saying. it's not marriage. Okay. Marriage was a term also used, and it was um, commonplace with like women or property. 
that was another big issue with that was like women were men's property and that's like come along and, and really shouldn't that's how it'd be I mean like really shouldn't that Okay. Yeah, I would hate. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna glad there was silence in yeah, there. Yeah, I'm gonna just let that die out since. Yeah. Do great. you think right. that JC? Uh, that was a joke. Do you me. think ketchups should be married? Ketchups? Like at a diner? No. And I'm taking this seriously because I think you're going somewhere with this. Because there should be new ketchups at each table. Do you know? She no one in here has been a waiter. You have yeah, to yeah, marry like, the ketchups. You have you to like pour one into the other and make them look full. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Anyway. We got it. <laughs> all right. Guys, this has been... Uh... <laughs> Thank you, Chrissy. <laughs> it was a good 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, and Chrissy, with that, mm -hmm. and with that, since we're so organized, we're going to just use that as a segue into comedy news. Comedy news. Comedy news. Okay, so this article was posted on June 25th, but it's recently gained a little bit of steam mm -hmm. in the comedy community. Okay. Um, our boy. He's not our boy. He's everyone's boy. He's a... Everyone's heard of him. If you're in the comedy community, you've heard of him. If you're like Joe Schmo, you haven't heard of Ted Alexandro. But most comedians and comedy lovers have heard of him. And he wrote this really great piece... Uh, that was posted in, in the Huffington Post uh, on the 25th of June called Challenging White Supremacy and he outlines like it was a really interesting take on how like he he kind of the fact that he is white kind of helped him get where he is hold on stop right there Ted Alexandro <laughs> Is a white comedian talking about white privilege? He is. Well, he's kind of recognizing, like, you know what? I'm recognizing how much harder it is for, you know, people of color and, and females to, to do like kind of the same work, but they're they're not offered as as many opportunities because Ooh. comedy is like it's it's a white boys club. I kind of love it. So um, it's he's recognizing that in a way that is not like ungrateful or in, shitty. Uh, love, let me tell you why I love it so much, um, this topic. I've said this multiple times. You will never hear me as a black man complain to white people about black people shit. Never. You won't do it. You, I, I will not complain about how hard it is for me as a ne poor Negro to make it again, you know, up against all these white people. You'll never hear me do it. I prefer to do it and then teach other people who are in the same boat how to do it but that being said when it comes to a white person speaking about white privilege i have absolute i am open ears i mean i would read this whole article but it's rather long um you know and he mentioned a, a great example of how you know a couple weeks ago john stewart was hailed for his reaction to the the racist terrorist attack in charleston um and they had the clip was like the clip of him on the daily show was shared and shared and everyone's like oh john you're such a genius which, and he said what's so great which about he is but he's like is it because that this is coming through the mouth of a white guy who has like this system has been sort of geared for his success yes he's extremely talented and good at what he does but like why are we not maybe we should be taking more seriously this kind of opinion from you know, people of color and women. Frank, the pain on your face is tough to look at. It may, I want to <laughs> throw, I, I, I feel so like I want to throw up. But I uh, Speak. Say something. I, do I, something. What? I haven't read this article before, so I'm trying to catch up. To be oh. I, I haven't read it, but. Oh, gotta read it. It, it goes to, if you're in a all black environment, it's going to be a harder for a white person to come up. If you're in more of a predominantly white environment, 
going to be harder for other ethnic backgrounds to come up. So it's it's yeah, it could be mostly white run. Now let's say um, if you're like the the Wayne's brothers, okay, you know they did they did it I think right, but predominantly they had black actors on there and they had what the Jim Carrey are you talking about the Wayne's, the Wayne's brothers when they oh, did are you talking it? about in Living Color yeah in Living Color a Living and Color a lot was a lot of white people yeah there was a, was lot, a lot of people but, on I mean in Living Color but they oh, I guess okay right. I guess the creators of In Living Color was uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans Keenan yeah I think but In it, Living Color was mostly uh, dark skinned guys and the only one I can think of that was white was Jim Carrey the no, only person there was, but like Mad TV, that was probably more so white run. As no, that was a good mix. Mad TV know, was like, Mad, was it? Yeah, that was everybody, everything. Mad TV was, was extremely. Mad TV was literally known up against SNL and uh, other sketch comedy shows for being so versatile so, and diverse. Okay. Yeah. So it's it depends on who's running it. So like the So what is your point right now? So if there's well, more, what are you saying? If there's more like of a different ethnic background, they're gonna pick more of their own. So if there's more white people running shit, they're gonna try to pick, I guess, their own. It's it's just kind of how it, okay. it goes. It's not true for everybody. It's like, not true, but it's it's kind of like I, you know that mayor. See, this is the thing. I really, oh God, maybe I'm so fucked up. There are a lot of things that are not racist, right? There are some things that are racist, and it's really sometimes it's so fine. It's to me, I would prefer to just if I feel like some. I'm in a situation where it's harder for me to get ahead because I'm black. I'd rather just be better than my peers than to kind, mm. than to pick apart. Oh, you're being racist by not giving me this argument. But I know, you know, I sound probably, you know, there's some black people who call me an Uncle Tom and a coon for saying that. Whoa. But um, yeah, I just, you know, I, listen. But that, I'm not saying that there's not racism in fucking entertainment. And if Ted Alexandro was saying that, and he's pretty high up, what would we, what would we say? What level would you say he's on? He's kind of like he's at a would, Colin. He's pretty. He's definitely past that. Yeah, so would you call level. him a? Con, would you say level. he's Colin uh, Quinn? No. Quinn level? No. You wouldn't. No. In terms of prestige, like no. when, comic, really? Like well, he's no, up there. No, dude. No. TV shows. Well, so is it is it like Frank speaking mm. to more like his? What his, his, TV show was Colin Quinn on? Sort of like. Recognizability. Tough crowd with Colin Quinn. Tough crowd. Yeah, you're right. Okay. In terms of like comedic talent, one of the best. But like, dude, does yeah, every person well, no. know him? No. Yeah, I was thinking more so. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. No, he's not as well known as Colin Quinn or David Tell or uh, Jim Norton. He's he's. But as far as in the comedy world, yeah, he's he's considered up there as far as talent. Yeah. But that's two different things we're talking. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, I I th I think though that if he says that he can literally from his vantage point see that there is a privilege to be had by white white male in comedy, I think that's do we not think that I think it's credible. It's I think it also depends on where you It's are. not me saying it. It's him saying it. Is it based on is this for comedy clubs or or shows? What's it what's it if it's comedy clubs, I guess all comedy clubs are run by white guys. He's saying that city. it's it's more that the opportunities are easier for a white male to make it in in the comedy profession most uh most tv bookers are white guys most comedy bookers of especially no. clubs are white guys Guys, let, let, let me just say something does it hurt you guys uh, seriously this is really because uh, there's three white males here so i'm going to take advantage of this does it hurt you to say that there's such thing as white privilege i was just about to say i, I, I think it's really gonna... painful for white people to admit that god up in life. it sounds painful and, 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 you want to just and, and, rip and, and, you want to i think it is because i think if we admit it 
that it takes away any of our, or it takes away a little bit of credibility that we have. Yeah. Like saying, and I'm not saying that people haven't earned their spot. Yeah. Like, uh, okay, JC and I have had this conversation before <sighs> in the past. And, you know, this kind of goes a little bit past comedy. If I go to, a, if I'm walking in the city and I'm walking to a comedy club, right? And I'm going and I'm going to do a show. I essentially really don't have anything to worry about, right? Because right. I'm just a white guy walking to a club. I go in, I do my stuff, I leave, okay? If I'm a black guy, I have a higher percentage of getting pulled over on the way there. Mm. So just talking about societal, it's it's harder to walk to a fucking club. Mm. And I think it's, it's, so just society, you're talking about white people picking their own. Well, maybe if it's that, it's not that. Talk about white people have run this country for how long. There's such a stigma of we need to keep all this power, and I think it's ex- it it drives me insane when people aren't willing to be like, okay, we have an advantage. And, and I think also to Chrissy's point, th- this article was talking about uh, colored people and women. Mm-hmm. You know, because honestly, oh, speak, and you know, and and this is the thing. I don't know if it has anything with me doing black, but I don't mind saying that men have an advantage in society over women. Is that do? You know, I know there's a lot of people who, who probably disagree with that, but I, I I think that it is easier to be a man in society, and especially in comedy, it's easier to be a fucking man. I have that, never... That doesn't take anything away from me to admit that. No, I, I've yeah. never heard someone say men aren't funny, but I've heard a right. lot of people say women aren't funny. Which is right. super trivializing, like barely... Correct. That's, it's like... Now, it, is there also something to be said about the fact... I, I don't know if it's a fact or not, but from my experience over the past couple of years, it seems like there are infinitely more white male comedians than there are black comedians or female comedians. Is that fair to say? That there are a lot more? Uh, there are definitely more. Yeah. So by that, I mean, mathematically, yeah, if there's more white male comics than female comics or black comics of either gender, then eventually, yeah, you're going to get more successful white male comics. Yeah. But why are there more white, though? That's the question about Major League Baseball, too. But I think it's run by the gatekeepers at the end of the day. By, by the way, that that uh, sexy baritone, uh, beautiful voice mm-hmm. that you are hearing right now is our sound engineer, Gypsy. Uh, Gypsy always has something enlightening to say. Gypsy, what were you saying? The gatekeepers? Yeah, I was. I just playing devil's advocate. You you were just saying it's 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 because of the numbers. There's there's more white people, so of course numerically, there would be more you know more male white comics. But again, it goes back to what uh, Chrissy was saying: is that the promoters are mostly white. So again, it goes back to the gate, gatekeepers and who's in, who's, who's in gonna control. Who's going to support you? Yeah, who's going to support who's you? Who's going to keep? It, it's a whole. It's a whole. Going. Yeah, it's a whole. It's a whole system. As it is, it's a business. You know, how do you keep? How do you keep? How do you keep power? I have no problems with satirically speaking calling out uh, the issues with the system. There are so many examples of systematic fuckery in the United States. That being said, I'm just not going to be complaining about it too much. You know, uh, but I will call it out. But here's the thing. But I won't complain if about If we're it. saying that the gatekeepers are all white males, I'm sorry, but when I go to an open mic, whether it's one of the ones that I run or another one, where are the black people then? Frank where is the a gatekeeper. Where, where are the black people in Westchester? Where are they? They're not coming to the open That's mic. True. It's That's just true. as many white males as I'm saying are on stage at The Stand or Caroline's or Gotham. It's mostly white males that are going to open mics. Yeah, Where's I mean, the gatekeeper of, aspect then? People. Out of Seriously. the 22 people that came out to the White Plains mic, love like, there was... Keenan and JC were probably the only the two black, two black, black that people. Came. Yeah. Really? Tanya. I, Tanya as well. Tanya Cooper. And I actually was just talking to Lisa Whiteside about Lisa Whiteside. Where is she? She, she really mics. wants to be more involved. She doesn't really feel included. 
She know? doesn't come to the mics. I'm not going to book somebody that doesn't come to a mic or isn't passed or isn't. Listen, uh, I want to see work. Anybody listen? Uh, listen right now, Lisa or black person or insert black person's <laughs> name here. <laughs> Frank Pellegrino, who is a white gatekeeper white in gatekeeper. Westchester, says, "Hey, color- he's saying it right now. He's saying, hey, colored people, if you want an opportunity, what about women? I got an opportunity. Women and colored people, if you, you want an opportunity, I got one here for you. But you got to come and get it, baby. This is the Illuminati couple. Thank wrong? you so. Don't you want to see someone work? Someone come to a mic? Someone show that they give a shit." That they have some integrity totally. and passion behind it. Yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. Chris so. Robinson comes to the mics. You go to mics. I yeah. know you're working. Yeah. Aaron Sabater. He came to a couple of Lucy's mics. He's on the show. Next I referred Saturday. him. I referred Big him. Big Kev. To him. He's on the show next Saturday. I love people Kev. that I know are Big working Kev, shout and out give Big a Kev. shit. I'm gonna put on those. I, I really feel black people are gonna because right now here I have a white person oh. making some good ass points. Actually, and I'm facilitating this when I really should be. This should more so be about kill whitey and actually, less about I'm not you. Wrong. You know uh, what? And your your good ass points. It's it's more diverse in the city. In the class I took, the class wasn't predominantly white male run. It was like there was what a class? mixture of everything. A class with uh, uh, Caroline's class. I took it with Big Kev. Uh, that was a white male run class. You talking about the one with Linda? Linda, yeah, it didn't. In my class, it didn't. It had like some Spanish chick. I mean, there was there's run. No white. Yeah, it was a white woman run. But like, as far as the no like, b- behind Linda of is a white man. All right, but the people performing in it, trying to work out, weren't predominantly white in there. Listen, I don't know. We could talk about this for ages, and we probably will. Um, it's definitely food for thought for a future time. We have we have so much. We've got so much to so do. Much we didn't show. even do Facebook news. Uh, this is what I think we're gonna do. We're gonna go to commercial. Okay, we're gonna come back with Facebook news uh, because Frank has a story that is unbelievable and so yeah. relevant. And we're going to talk about it, and it kind of goes on, uh, it, you know, it goes on. It kind of uh, has to do with our special guest today, which is the lovely Violet, who is an SM, uh, what do we call her? SM, BDSM. She is all of these things. She is just a motherfucker to not fuck with, and she's our special guest, and we're getting into SM and BDSM and all that type of talk. So we're going to go to commercial now, and we'll come back with Frank with Facebook News. Yeah, we're out. Gypsy, take us away. Woo! Addicted to Ink, a proud sponsor of the Zaraza Entertainment Network, is Westchester's premier tattoo, piercing, and apparel destination. Offering only the finest tattoo and piercing services, as well as the best atmosphere you will find. Addicted to Ink is located conveniently at 38 Westchester Avenue in White Plains, New York, right across the street from the Westchester Mall. If you got the itch for more ink, like the Zaraza boys do, get your work done right. Visit www.addictedtoinktattoos.com for more information. Monday's got you off the wagon? Well, worry no more. 
because it's now officially a part of the three-day weekend. So get on board. Come party with the Standby Gypsy, Juju the Model, and Blue Rivera every Monday night for your entertainment week in review, off-the-wall interactive segments, live performances, in-depth interviews, and the latest in sports. The Hangover Takeover is live every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on zenlive.tv. the Zadalza Entertainment Network on, on ZenLive.tv. Here, you'll find ridiculously good-looking people equipped with knowledge, intellect, and passion for speaking the truth. Does it get any sexier? A filtered mind is the only crime for ZenLive. Stay tuned. Hey, this is Vinny Pastor. You call me Big Pussy, and you're watching ZenLive.tv. Yeah, we're back with not a lot of time. Okay, Frank Pellegrino. Yo. Let's go ahead and do Facebook news really quickly because I want to get into our special guest. What do you got for us, bud? All right, I thought this was interesting. Uh, no one celebrates the 4th of July like Gaston. Uh, Devin Staples, who plays Gaston at Disney World in Florida, died instantly as he lit fireworks off of his head. Who is Gaston? What's yes. that? Beauty and the Beast. The big uh, meathead. He plays it in the movie? or No, the... at Disney World. This yes. guy is a, a guy who actually plays a Disney character. Yes, he dresses up as Gaston and sometimes Goofy. So he was in... This movie. is the guy right here? In the... That's him. Yeah. And he... The Fourth of July fireworks and he put a firework on his head and he died. He, he lit it. He thought it was a dud apparently. And lit it all, and it probably wow. blew his whole head off. Damn. Damn. Like to know, you couldn't even recognize him. Wow. Um, his mother, I, I thought was, his mother was quoted by saying that he was talented and bright. <laughs> so I thought it was kind of ridiculous. It's like saying a DUI driver is like responsible and courteous. You know, under normal yeah. circumstances, when they're not uh, putting candles on their head and blowing them out. Jeez. That was uh, God. I don't even. Yeah. I have a real like. I hate to disrespect the dead. That was dumb as hell. Yeah. But what I was kind excited. of firework? Was it just a regular firework? That like, it's like an M80 versus like a little firecracker. That's a huge it difference. Was a, it was a mortar. You know this, like, Tommy? Yeah. Yeah, he was drunk, and his friends tried to talk him out of it. He's like, I'm going to light it. And they're like, oh, don't God. do it. And they thought they talked him out of it. And then he was like, nope, going to do it. And, oh, and this no. was 4th of July celebration. Yes. So listen, uh, you know, uh, on the other hand, uh, he's really committed to his country. And what the fuck are you guys doing? Uh, nothing, comparatively speaking. I think no. that was, uh, wow, what a patriot. Yeah. 
Uh, but you ever see? I thought it was for a, for a couple days. They thought it was the Gaston in Disney that does the push-up challenges with with guests. Have you ever seen those videos? Yeah, that's no. what I thought. Yes, no. I know what you're talking. It about. was not him. It was no, it reported wasn't. originally that it was him, mm. which I would have been really upset because his videos are hysterical. Who the fuck? He taunts guests and says, oh, "I can do more push-ups than you," and he'll. Literally do a oh, so people were actually happy that it wasn't that one. I'm happy. Yeah. That one. I'm you guys ecstatic. are pieces of shit. So this is a news article, guys. Unbelievable. Okay, Facebook news. Thank you, there Frank. You go. Good job. You did me well, buddy. You did me well. And I mean that literally. All right. Uh, we have a an incredible guest uh, today. Uh, this individual. Yeah, come right on over. Uh, is well known in the BDSM community. Everybody, put your hands together for Violet is in the building today. Violet, how are you in the all? Is that leather? Is that all? Is that black leather? No, this is cheap Greenwich Village material. I expect more from you. Well, uh, I'm broke. All right. Well, what do you want from well me? you're keeping it 100. I'm also, you know, a comedian, so there you go. Broke. You also do comedy. Yes. Nice. Okay, we're definitely going to address this. This is uh, this is great. Okay, but primarily speaking, Violet, you are. Can I call you? And this is where you can correct me. Can I call you an S and M? Uh, are you a dominatrix? Like, what are you? I don't know. I don't even know what to call. I'm afraid. There's a few days a week I might be called a dominatrix, but otherwise you can just call me Violet. I guess. Um, or a practitioner of the fine mm. arts of BDSM. You are a practitioner of the fine arts of BDSM. So does that that basically means that uh, grown white men pay you to pee on them? I I don't know why you have to categorize it as only being white men. I didn't have to. You are. Uh, feel free to correct that, me. You know, when I do work profession, which I do do on occasion, that my clients, I have a fair amount of black men. Okay, race is a thing that we discuss, Violet, on this show. We don't we we go in for it, and we don't care. Break it down for me. Let's give me numbers. I'm, I'm not going to give you numbers out of confidentiality for them, but I will say that that ass has something to do with it. That ass. Is that where all of the black comedians are going? I really don't like, you know, and I really, this is where they are. And if I may say, and I just really, I really would like to pull away from the notion uh, that uh, white girls and asses is is really all that a black man wants. But I just keep on here. I keep on seeing these white girls with asses, and it's like, God, this is really, we are really fulfilling a stereotype, hardcore. Okay, really quick, let's start from the beginning. What is BDSM? Is this a sexual thing? Like where it's just sexual and violence, because that's all I think about. And you know, that's, feel free to educate. That's a couple different questions as one. So we'll start with the basics. BDSM means bondage, discipline, also dominant submission, sadism, and masochism. So the D and the S in the middle of it have two definitions. So it's like B D D S S S M M M, or B D D S S M. B D D S S M. Mixed martial arts. Okay, so that's all included within this community. Yes. Gotcha. And there's also fetishism, and there's also kink, which is a little bit different than all of them above. So it's a very universal term that has a very broad, broad, broad subject. But in terms of uh, of the broadness of the the subject matter, at the the common denominator is sex, is it not? Like people are doing this to get off, are we not? Yes. Are we not? No. No. There are some people who, for example, like feet. So feet fetishes. I like feet. Yeah, see, so some people don't necessarily need feet to get off, but they really, really like feet, and it kind of harbors 
something that's akin to sexual gratification. Yeah, why What's is that? Why are people so into feet? Because I've experienced I don't that. Know. Why are some people into feet and well, why are people yeah. so into toilet play? Two questions I will never understand. Well, what in particular do people look for in feet? Is there like a characteristic? A smell. Is it smell? It oh. smells. I like nice toes. I mean, I'm right here. You guys can sometimes ask Sometimes it's me. just... The stockings. Sometimes it's stockings. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's fishnets. Sometimes it's uh, certain kinds of stockings, such as thigh highs. Sometimes it's pantyhose. Sometimes it's. Oh, you're taking it to another or level. Smelly feet. I mean. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, it's a uh, sometimes. No, like well manicured toes, like cute feet, Some and I like to put it. I like to massage them. I like to put them in my mouth. And then. Also, there's people that just like to be walked on, like literally walked on. Again, no. I feel like every time I say I like something, you are taking it to another level, which we are clearly going there anyway, so let's just go there. Sure. Uh, People hit you up, professionally speaking. Sometimes. And want you to do things to them. Sometimes it's professionally. Sometimes it's just like at a party like Mm. I'm going to on Saturday night. Oh, cool. Or like the convention I was at over the weekend. And what are you doing at these conventions and these parties? Uh, it really depends on who's there and what kind of mood I'm in, what kind of mood they're in, you know, what kind of things that we negotiate and talk about wanting to do. Um, it, it varies. So it could range from me just doing something as simple as tying someone up or giving them a spanking. T- tying... Using them as a human punching bag. Not to cut you off, Violet. I'm sorry. I just got excited when you said tying someone up. Speaking of tying someone up, Gypsy, we have a couple of pictures. Oh, yeah. um, you say tying people up, right? And then I see a picture like this. Uh, not that, although, yes. That's what the Although, yes. Okay, now, I don't know what I'm seeing here. I see, like, bumps and bruises here. Oh! What the fuck? I'll explain that in a minute. This looks, Chris. Is this you or no? Who is this? Uh, that that is that. Okay, so there's an example. There's a more artistic example of me tying someone up. Okay. These just look like somebody just getting his ass beat. Uh, yeah, he was. Whoa! Ew. There's some tying up. Okay, this is a male, obviously. A white male. He likes pizza. A white male. <laughs> Who is tied up? Why is he? He looks like a chick. It looks like a fucking chicken. Yes. Wow. Sort of. And he's tied up, and he requested you to. I wouldn't t- say request, but it was negotiated. So mm-hmm. I wanted to tie him up, and he said, "Okay." Cool. And he pretty much says, "Okay," to whatever I want to do. And he's watching right now, so thank you. You know who you are. Um. A little test subject. Huh. And what? Why? What's? I don't know if the, I don't. I'm stuttering, guys. Help me. I'm trying. Oh, okay. I'm, so I'm trying why, not to say anything mean, but I do have questions. Why that tie? Like why? Why that tie? Okay. okay. So first of all, look at his arms. Put the picture back up. And well, he wants to feel vulnerable. No, like, but I was a Girl Scout back in the day. Me oh, Chrissy, too. you said Chrissy, yeah. you said he wants to be vulnerable, like you know. Well. That has a lot to do with it. You, Chrissy, so let me start with the basics. This man is what we would call a masochist, which means he gets off on pain. He also is can be identified as a submissive where he likes to just submit to the will of a dominant woman, such as myself. So in this particular instance, we were going to do something called CBT, which is cock and ball torture. So I tied his arms up so that he couldn't shoo me away. Uh, He's also very wiggly, so it's almost always required for us to do stuff like this. And his legs were tied together so that he cannot kick me 
get my way when I'm doing what I'm doing with his junk. Wow. And what are you doing with his junk specifically? I was doing a lot of hitting and punching. Wow. You were punching this man's... N- no, I didn't punch. D&B. Smack. You know, mm. the clothespins and... <gasps> wow. I have some children's toys from Ikea that d- d- are very damaging. D- these, these are new clothespins, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> like a bow and arrow you shot at? No, no, like no. I, I, yeah, actually, if they came off the thing, they're probably clean, but I do disinfect everything after I use it. Cool. Why would somebody request that? Why would somebody? Why? Why would they? Why would they like it? Well, for someone who, let's say, would be a bondage aficionado, which I have those friends as well, they just like to be tied up. Like there's uh, something comforting and soothing in not being able to be moved and in the restraint. Do you ever? It's like like when you take choice away, it's like you can relax. There's freedom in it. Yeah. Okay, Chrissy, you have you you sound knowledgeable. When you take, cho- <laughs> I like that you're, are you? Oh, wait a minute. Are you are you talking from the submissive, like from from the not the victim, but the person who's being? I think tied. the point of view of the person who likes to do that. Yeah, it's a feeling like well, there's something like psychologically exciting. Like when you take away the option of choice, then it's just kind of. It's like why people maybe, I don't know, join cults. No, I don't want to compare it to that, but like. There's- Freedom in it. Yeah, there's freedom it's, in like the letting go and like letting somebody else like make your choices for you. There's freedom in allowing you Agent R. Block to, do to kick the shit out of my balls. Well, that's masochism. So masochism means you get pleasure out of pain. But then there's submission, which means that you enjoy giving the power or what we call power exchange to somebody else. I don't know if I can get it. You know, this and is, you know this is going to sound real prudish of me because I have done a lot of things sexually. But tying me up, uh, whipping me, it just sounds you said anything like about whips. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe I, I got ahead of up. myself because of that all I that blood on that guy's body. Dude, oh, how did he get all that? How did he get scratched up like that? Uh, the flower of doom, the meat tenderizer, oh. my fists. <sighs> Trying not to hurt them or like like do you ever feel bad? I try not to actually that that I told you there was a story that was behind that particular scene. And why that scene is important is because it really helped me push through my own boundaries of how much pain can I inflict on somebody. I mean like there's a lot of women if they watch this like you've had hookups where you've left a scene and your nipples look that bad too. It's like it's not that it's not that uncommon. The walk of shame can be pretty crazy, uh, especially if you have like a hot one night stand. I do the walk of ain't no shame in my game. Yay! Okay, so you take lap. control of I like it. it. Um, I have seen, yeah, yeah. You you can look pretty crazy after you know a fucking really awesome sexual romp, but yeah. that is a bit like that doesn't look awesome. That looks well, like that doesn't look awesome to you. Because there's also this thing, you know, your kink is not my kink, and that's okay. Because at the end of the day, diversity is awesome. Right. right? Have you ever hurt somebody, like, as hard as you possibly could? Like, you went, like, 110% on someone? Absolutely. Oh, my wow. God. I did with him that night when cool. he, was, he was on a hoist, similar to the picture where I'm holding. Was he crying? No, he loved it. Wow. Oh, he loved it. In is fact, this similar to someone that cuts their wrist for pain? Kind really of. Pain? Maybe if they like to see the marks, it's like, oh, you you know, you've been through yeah, that. You lived through it. But it doesn't come from a negative mental health perspective. So sometimes people who are cutters do it for psychological reasons mm-hmm. that aren't necessarily good. Whereas right. people who are masochists, sometimes that is absolutely the case. But oftentimes I found, you know, the people in the community are some of the most well-rounded, reasonable, intelligent, and educated 
wonderful people that because they're self-aware. Right. So yeah. it's bad to hurt yourself, but it's okay for someone else to hurt you. Well, not necessarily. I mean, I love. If you're giving them up. control, you like if that. you're, <laughs> if I'm allowing you, okay, I'm gonna ask this one question and then we're gonna move on. In terms of rape fantasies, do you do you support somebody who is into yes, a rape fantasy? Consensual non-consent. So there are there There's are. There's an actual term for. It's called consensual non-consent where you negotiate the terms of the non-consent, which happens often, let's say, in master and slave relationships. Um, and also with people who want to enact a rape fantasy, or for example, one thing I did over the weekend was a takedown scene where I surprised somebody and he knew ahead of time. And I jumped on him and pulled him down and we ended up shaving his beard off. Mm. A lot of people need their beards shaved off, so I applaud that. Well, that was kind of, that was kind of the point that he was like, trying to go through a career transition, but shave off his beard and we uh messed with his head by giving him an asymmetrical weird mustache <laughs> and was laughing hysterically is there a recovery what do you think of that you wouldn't like mess with somebody till they like are healed sometimes yes sometimes no but it depends on the individual person to be able to define what their needs are well that probably gets into like safe words which i'm so glad you asked that christian uh question chris because we have a little uh segment that we planned out today because we have been so excited about your <laughs> presence for a while now and uh speaking of words and safety and, and getting out of things uh we like to call this uh, segment uh how much can you take with Chris Robinson, everybody. And uh, Violet, I believe that, um, speaking of consent, you and Chris had a talk a little uh, bit, yes. about what would be allowed in this segment. Right. And we're gonna go for it. We're gonna actually allow you to enact some of the things that you do on a professional basis with our own Chris Robinson here today in the studio. And you guys I, are all bitches. And it's not just, Why are it's we, not this is, you wanted this, if I recall. Personal. I mean, I do this a lot in my own personal life as well. Probably more so. So this is a special thing, really, and I really think you don't, you shouldn't be disrespectful. Don't, don't even try. I, I wanted this. I wanted this. You're smiling you like called, a, a. You called me and said, "Hey, Chris, Josh Duggar's daughter, right now. You somebody, are so excited." Tommy uh, pussed out. Frank pussed out. Chrissy amazing. said, "Maybe." Aww. Well, I don't know. The reason Chrissy, you know, I'll be very honest. This might have been a little sexy. We didn't really, because Chrissy's a girl. Do you also? Be, do you also perform these things with women as well? I would perform it on any gender or variation thereof. Chrissy, would you be down? Because you have, like, you've got that whole Scorpio no. hypersexual thing going. Like, would you be down for something like this? Yeah, it's def if I were to, like, die having not fully explored all that, I would feel sad. Oh, so this is something you want to get into? Maybe it's something I've yeah, already been Chrissy, into. Yeah, come on, let's do this together as a team. Would you want to do some of it tonight? Uh, not right now. No. I'm not wearing great underwear. No, I don't please. know. No. Okay. All right. We don't have a whole lot of time to see Chris get um, his ass beat. So can we? Let's go ahead and get started. Um, let's put. The, let's get the items out. Should we? Should Chris strip? I, I think that would. Um, we should start with him stripping. Pete, we've definitely talked about his taking his shirt off, but not his pants. Yeah. Why don't we go for everything, Chris? Why don't we remove the pants and the shirt? I like how she just said that. Uh, you're it. This is really now, Frank. What what is what's going on with you, Frank? You've got the I'm to get a better angle for everybody. Yeah, Frank's got I'm the camera with down. my shirt because last time I took my shoes off on the couch and and Gypsy yelled at me. Chris, can you just go ahead and uh, get in in Frank's line of sight so we can see you? Thank you. Oh, right you're the there. cameraman. He is built like an 11 year old Vietnamese boy. I have this hair on my nipples just to show you that I'm over 18. We doubt it. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> God, look at that bird oh, chest. Like, that is. Just sign a consent form or anything. He, he brought his parents. Consent Take the pants, Chris. Strip the pants too. Take the yeah, pants off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see on just for a moment. All right. Boxers. Woo! I I clearly do. I do. Nerds is... do. Now. Why, you want to see me naked? Can you help with the play, mic? Play me a song to strip to. Like, at least Let, give me This is not me so much. This is more yeah. about our enjoyment and not yours. So let's just do what she says, okay? All right. Um, yeah, Gypsy, if you, you know, you got it. Yeah, Tommy, you're in the danger zone. Anyway. Tommy, why don't we have you uh, go ahead and moderate for us? Move over. And can we get Tommy, too, in that thing? Tommy, why don't you moderate? What are, what are we? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> We'll, we'll go slow. We'll go slow. I don't want this, this to go. go I feel like a pedophile right. right now. Go, go, go. Do whatever you so gotta do. Gross. All right, fine. All right. Oh, oh shit. Real. Go ahead, Tommy. Why don't you go ahead and uh and just moderate? Can we get Tommy in there just to moderate okay. what's going on? So, um, the first thing I'm gonna do is put a collar on you because okay. it has like significance to me. You're like submitting. Okay, let's do this. Okay. So we're gonna. I once had to wear a leash when I got lost in Hershey Park. <laughs> my parents were like, you can wear this now. I like Chrissy, come on over here. And those leashes. Come on, you make this here. tight. Is it supposed to be tight or just to wear I'm it? I'm going to make it just... Just know. enough so I could swallow. If uh, you that, could just right cut right off just air circulation, that would that would be fine. We would be fine with that. Welcome to 3 Drink Minimum Snuff Film. That's you didn't know what you signed up for. Oh, this is going to be a great clip. I've written... I could do smothering. Ooh. Let's not do that. Yeah, tell him to clean his room. Yeah, we don't have a lot of time. Yes. Yes. I, I can queen you, which means I just sit on your face. Wow. Oh, That's called oh, queening? God. Come over here. Come enjoy this. I'm not going to sit. Come on. Come on. We decide that he talks too much. You do have a No, no, no. Yes, no, no. yes, yes. Just, just yes. do it. Yes. As a precaution. Yes. No, no. no. no Why did you I say no to the gag? Chip, you can screen cap some of this later, right? No. We talked about my safe word. I can only say it a little of three You'll eat a condom, but you won't put a ball gag in your mouth. Yeah, you're being such a pussy right now. Put it in. Right. All right. So the first thing I'm going to do. In the chat room. <laughs> Allison is in the chat room watching. The first thing Hi, I'm going to do is flog him. Stand girlfriend. up straight. Okay. All right. So oh, man. this is like a I pretty basic thing to Click do. On the all right. You what might, do I do? I'm telling you, you're in a splash zone, so you might get hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're in the splash yes. Hit Tommy. First time. Right. Hit Tommy. Right, Please so hit Tommy. I'm just going to, that's because, you know, we're just starting this. So this is a warm up. I'm not getting very is, okay. heavy at all. Okay. Fun fact about this my vlogger, it's made out of an old chair. Oh. All right, Chris, give me your camera. Give me what? I, I mean, give me your, give me your microphone. So, oh, 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 Chris, give me your microphone. You don't need your microphone. Okay. How expensive is all this gear? This vlogger was handmade oh. by a friend of mine. Oh, oh my God! And it was seventy-five dollars. Wow, seventy-five bucks. Do, do him in the butt. Wow. So something. Uh, what this is. Remember the safe word. Oh, oh my. Chris's now, safe word is beef. Oh, now I have a question. Can we see the marks on his skin? So have you ever like done this to like help someone study for a test? Like you know they get like an answer wrong and that's you just so start hitting them. That's fun. But I could. I mean. That's a yeah, business. Why don't we just do a fucking pop quiz? See, that's so nice. Look at how easily now, his Do you have anything else bruising. that could hurt him? Wow. Uh -oh. oh, there. Oh! I'm so. Oh my God! This is, it no, looks so much worse. I now know how oh. I feel after sex. Oh. He hasn't said his safe oh. word once. 
back on in a Okay, play. really quick. What is this? What is this? It's what is that? My Lexan cane. It stings like a motherfucker, oh, but it doesn't leave it. any oh, marks. caning. Oh. oh, my God. Don't be a little bitch right now, dude. Uh, be careful. Don't be a little bitch right now. Yep. Yep. Don't be a pussy. This bag. Uh, what? What? It looks like a nice no, flower. Right, that flower we talked about. This is the flower of doom. That looks so what nice. Is, what, what, okay, what is this, Violet? Because it looks like a regular flower. This is a silk flower I got from IKEA. Okay. She, she tested it out on my arm right here. So you take regular objects and you just turn them into? Right. They're called pervertibles. Ooh, pervertibles. Okay. Ooh. Like Jennifer pervertibles. Can you stop being a butch and let her control you? She needs Ooh. to control you. Oh! Yeah, exactly. You say it two your more times. Your safe word is. Oh! Ooh. I can't say it because we might, you know, we have problems if we yeah. say it three times. Oh! <gasps> Chris, how does it feel? Can you spell out your name that in his back? She hit. This is. She hit me with that earlier today, and that was really painful. And then, you know, oh, I got? said that All I right. should do sketch comedy. My sketch. All right. This is going to be the last. This is going to be the last uh -huh. thing that Violet uses. Because my sketch comedy is BDSM based, where Ooh. I do joke uh. fetishes. So I'm known for what I call. I am New York. Oh City's man, you can see the marks on his back are already. I am New York City's foremost an expert on pizza deprivation. Damn. Oh. You might be bleeding from this, Chris. Not no, to alarm you. Bleed, but this is my lo my flogger made out of shoelaces. Shoelaces. Oh, this is like oh, a prison oh, flogger. Nice. Chris, take it. Oh. oh. Stop being a bitch. Ah! Oh. Ooh. Ugh. The aglets are. A Chris, bit. scale one to ten. How painful is this? Oh. Give me that chart, like a seven right now. <gasps> no, that was bad. I said that. Oh no. Point, oh, point to the happy bad touch. Uh. Well, I could always. Oh. Ah! Do you do? I it just is, got a man. Did you just do it in his taint? No, I just. No, she just. Oh fuck, damn. All right, everybody have a seat. Everybody have a seat. We gotta. This Good is, job, Chris. Good job. Oh, yeah, give it up for Chris, guys. Good sport, dude. I hope your girlfriend yeah. has some aloe. Wow. He's such a good father. Oh, damn. You're gonna, you might feel like Do we not, can, did you, did the camera, did you get how fucking, put how awful foot. that looks? Whoa. Yeah, I did. Chris, good job, dude. Seriously. Nice. Wait, take it off. There goes. Let's keep it on you. Wait a second. Get You're on your knees. Get on your knees. That's the thing. No, 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 you are. Get on your knees. Do it. No. Do it. Get. Getting on your knees at my feet. Uh, yeah. Just say thank you. Eat, say thank you. Eat some All right, guys. Down. We have oh. to. Um, down. Down. She's Good boy. <gasps> this is hot. Oh, oh. Are shit. we getting this right now? Can we get this, no, please? No, I wasn't getting this it. This is called aftercare. It's very important. Oh, aftercare. You did a good job. Thank you. Oh, my God. This is so Chris, crazy. Is that, Everyone, is that soothing? Do you feel better now? Everyone should have aftercare. Well, it's more soothing if I was into it. But I, I should make you kiss You're my into feet. It. Ooh. No, I don't do that. That's JC. JC, will you kiss the feet? All right, guys. This has been an awesome show. This has been an awesome show. <laughs> We're going to wrap up. Uh, do we have plugs? We have plugs here. Uh, Gypsy, do we have any plugs there in the thing? Uh, we got a couple of shows here. This is Lasuk. Laugh and dine here. What date is this, and who is this? And I can't see. That's from up. Katie Hannigan from last oh. week. Her show was this week that she was plugging. So okay, I all right. Plug. I gotta plug. What's next? What's next uh -huh. with plugs? This is July 9th at 7 p.m. This is our own Joseph Conklin, Captain Contiki's Salty Spectacular. Oh, yeah. Who do we have uh, on uh, here? I shrunken head. We got a lot of uh, Noma comics here. Angry, Angry Bob, Bob Tommy, Tom Caroline. Okay. All right, what's next? 
Oh, this is huge. Chrissy, go ahead and, and plug it because it's oh, such a huge deal. Oh, this is the Caitlyn Jenner tribute show. Which uh, you've gotten flagged this for. This Saturday at Stonewall Inn at 8 o'clock. I'm uh, going to be dressed up like Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, Chrissy got into a little bit of trouble for this because people were outraged about it, but I think it's this awesome. This be friendly. Oh, it was, this is uh, Pete Lee from Comedy Central, Last Comic Standing Everything. is coming to Pleasantville, Lucy's Lounge, this Saturday night at 7 p.m. $20 tickets. Chris Robinson hosting it. Oh, nice! nice. Kevin's on it. Bill Cannon's on it. Joshua Gribbets all have been on our show here. Pete Lee is one of my favorite comics. I wish he would have made it further in uh, Last Comic Standing, too. I yeah. thought he did. He was awesome. Um, and... Chris Robinson, you had a plug. Any uh, any at the comics come out Thursday night. I'm also hosting that Mike at Pleasantville. Make sure you come out. We uh, we need you there. The white majority needs you there, uh, mostly men. Uh, so come out. Uh, thank you so much. All right, uh, guys, quickly, where can people uh, find you? Let's start with Frank. Go ahead at frankieP614 and of course nomacomedy.com at nomacomedy. Yeah, Chrissy. At Chrissy Mayer on Twitter, and my website is Chrissy Mayer Comedy. Tommy Grassi, let's go to you. Where can people find you? All right, at Tom Grassi Comedy, TomGrassiComedy.com. Chris Robinson at About to Be Single. Let's see. Ya. About to be bleeding. <laughs> can we just all once again give it up for our our, our, our yeah. special Woo! guest, Violet? You, you were so yeah, awesome, Violet. Where can people hero. find you and follow you? People can find me at VioletIsFunny.com at. Uh, at Violet is funny, and then on Facebook is cool. Violet is funny. Now, and same thing for the BDSM. And Fet Life is eat waffles. Oh, okay. Fet Life. Great. And I, uh, JC knows best. Just Google me. I'm everywhere. Uh, you guys have been delightful and awesome and wonderful. This has been three drink minimum. We love you, and we are out. This bitch. We love. You.